Well, that was fun. The Chicago White Sox were sporting their City Connect Southside jerseys and beat the Angels 3 to nothing on Monday afternoon behind an outstanding performance by Dylan Cease. Can that game alone propel the Sox as they head north? It just takes one. You are locked on White Sox. Your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Sox fans. Welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, It's the Crosstown kickoff. Uh, What does this Cubs-White Sox series uh, mean to you as a fan? Uh, Why Monday's win can be just the start of some winning ways. Uh, But first, Dylan Cease turned in a matinee masterpiece. Uh, State of the Sox. uh, Sox are now 9-13. They split a series with the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, which is no easy task. We talked about it on yesterday's episode. The Angels were white hot coming into this series with the Sox. Had a really nice record, uh, hitting well, throwing the ball well. I have some very uh, uh, talented players on that team. Uh, Fearful, fearful players that affected the Sox throughout this series, but not so much uh, on Monday. Uh, this, uh, This big win on Monday, uh, I think it's what the Sox needed. Uh, in the momentum, chemistry, uh, morale, whatever it may be, but it was uh, it was such a great victory uh, as the Sox begin a road trip. Uh, Sox take uh, the series finale uh, three nothing, split the series with the Angels, and you know Dylan Cease is the talk of the town right now. The uh, the performance, the demeanor, uh, wearing those uh, City Connect jerseys. He, he, he turned in what we all hoped he would turn in, in terms of performance. Uh, he was the stopper for the Sox last time he pitched. And even though the Sox weren't in a very long losing streak, uh, they've lost uh, many games uh, in the last 10, 11, uh, 12. It feels like victories have been very few and far between. Um, and we just... We, we know what, what is happening with Dylan Cease. We've seen it build throughout this year and past years. We're going to get to some numbers in just a moment. And we're hoping it's not just a, a mirage, a small sample size. And then maybe the real Dylan Cease uh, will emerge. Uh, this is the real Dylan Cease. What we saw on Monday is, I believe, what we're going to see throughout this season. Uh, sure, there are going to be some hiccups. You know, you're, you're not always going on the mound. Uh, with your best stuff. Sometimes it's your B minus stuff, your C plus stuff. And you've got to figure a way out uh, t- to get 
those innings in, to get out of jams, uh, to get yourself a quality start if you can, uh, to not let the opponent score runs. And Dylan Cease had all of his stuff going. Um, and he, he has talked about it and, and it showed. Um, I'm wondering if it's going to be uh, in the very near future where White Sox marketing is going to perk up and might, there, might, there might be a Dylan C section at the ballpark like uh, a la Chris Sale or, or Jeff Samarja. Sorry to bring up that name. I think it was like the Shark Cage or something. And then uh, Chris Sale had the – was it the K-Zone where they had those like 11 by 14 cardboard – uh posters with chris sales image and a k or a backwards k and it was a certain section that if you sat in there you got those posters i'm wondering if uh, there's a section soon at, at Sox park it's a dylan c section and they give you those kind of fake mustaches on a stick that you might uh use at a, at a wedding reception to, when you go into a photo booth or something and everybody holds up those fake handlebar mustaches to their face after a strikeout uh, it is exciting stuff. Uh, Dylan Cease went seven innings, one hit, zero runs, zero walks, 11 strikeouts. His ERA is down to 2.49. Dylan Cease struck out Mike Trout three times, and then Liam Hendricks got uh, Trout to strike out another time. Mike Trout struck out four times in Monday's afternoon game. You're just not going to see that ever again. And uh, Tony La Russa made that comment in the post game. Uh, Cease was into the seventh with 90 pitches. Uh, he went one, two, three, got the uh, Angels to sit down and order. Uh, it was the longest start of the season for a White Sox starter. Uh, Steve Stone was talking uh, quite a bit on the telecast uh, about Dylan Cease working backwards, and I found it really interesting listening to how Stone proposed it. And working backwards is the sense of your um, your off-speed stuff, uh, your breaking ball slider, what have you. That is the pitch that you go with at the beginning of an at-bat against a an hitter. Uh, and then you work your way towards the fastball. Uh, it, in the more conventional sense, a pitcher will work everything off of his fastball. Start with the fastball. You got that 0-2 count, and then it's something nasty. Well, Dylan Cease was doing it uh, the opposite. He was able to uh, pinpoint uh, where he wanted that that 12 to six uh, breaking ball, and whenever he wanted it. It and then he was able to build off that and froze a lot of guys with that fastball because they weren't expecting it. Uh, it was uh, it was beautiful to watch. Uh, NBC Sports Chicago threw up a graphic in the pregame, uh, just talking about uh, starts and, and Dylan C's ERAs going back to 2019. Uh, he had 14 starts. His ERA was 5.79 in 2020. Of course, that was the shortened season. He had 12 starts. Uh, he had an ERA of 4.01 last year. He had 32 starts with an ERA of 3.91. And now in 2022, after five starts, he sits at 2.49. Again, five starts, somewhat of a small sample size. But if you look at those numbers that I just uh, mentioned, uh, it's trending in the right direction. So we're to believe as a fan base uh, that this, I think, spread out throughout this year. Th this is what we're going to see from Dylan Cease. Uh, and it's it's just absolutely exciting. We've been, We've been waiting for it. Uh, Kendall Graveman came in in the eighth. 
uh, gave up absolutely nothing. And then Liam Hendricks got his fifth save. Hendricks hit 99 uh, and 100. Boy, was he uh, pumped. Uh, and he, he was mimicking his, uh, his bobblehead that was given away several weeks ago with those Southside uh, City Connect jerseys. Some of his reactions uh, were mirroring uh, that, that bobblehead. Uh, what a, an amazing win. Uh, and again, so happy uh, for Dylan Cease. And uh, exciting that we can now, you know, be pretty confident with a Giolito on the hill. Uh, we've been very confident with Kopech. We'll talk about him in a little bit. And of course, Cease continues uh, to build and build in this 2022 season. Uh, I'm going to tell you why a simple smile can get the White Sox back to some winning ways. We're going to talk about that uh, more in a moment. Uh, with spring in the air, it's a time of renewal and growth personally and professionally. As your small business grows, LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience. You can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Uh, and we were talking, we have been talking about different uh, opportunities on betonline.net and let's let's continue to talk about Dylan Cease uh, the over under for strikeouts in the 2022 regular season has been set at 205.5 so uh, head on over there to betonline.net and potentially earn yourself some cash thank you for making lockdown white Sox your first listen for your next listen check out lockdown now podcast recaps of mlb games with analysis from our local experts taking fans through the season like no other network free and available wherever you get your podcasts um we talked defense no uh you you can't you just can't talk dylan cease enough um and, and what he was able to do that to that Angels uh, lineup, specifically Mike Trout. But we got to focus on offense. There wasn't a ton of offense on Monday's matinee. Uh, three runs, seven hits, three walks, uh, but the defense had zero errors. Uh, Robert was three for four. 
Uh, Sox were 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. So they had they had some opportunities throughout the game uh, to bust it uh, wide open. Um, again, if you've been kind of in and out of the White Sox uh, this season, uh, maybe you're kind of getting back in with the cross Crosstown Classic gearing up. You know, it's May, um, kind of put April aside. Let's get back in. Uh, the, the offense for the White Sox has been struggling. The long ball hasn't been there. Sox are not getting on base. Um, and some of the numbers, uh, if it feels like it, you know, if you've been watching the Sox, you're like, man, they, they do not see a lot of pitches. They are swinging constantly at the first pitch they see. If it feels like it, well, the numbers back it up. And uh, the graphics were there on NBC Sports Chicago in the uh, pregame again. Sox came into the game ranked 27th place with seeing fewest pitches per plate appearance at 3.82. Ranked first with highest first pitch swing percentage, 35.7%. So there you go. Um, Those are the stats that back up what you've been seeing and feeling. And boy, um, it'd be nice, you know, for some of these guys uh, to see a few pitches. Robert did that on Monday. Um, you know, it's a, it's a fine line. It's a razor's edge of the aggression that, um, the, the behavior that Tim Anderson displays, the aggressive behavior of going after the first pitch, having an idea of what a pitcher is going to do to you, what they're going to start you off of. And if you get that pitch, you know, you want to go after it. If you don't get that pitch, you don't want to force it, you know, let that pitcher come to you. And, uh, I, you know, the, the walk rate has not been there. The on-base percentage has not been there. And that, you know, they're showing some of the results, lack of runs and offensive production. Hoping that trend uh, will, will turn a corner. Dylan Cease did not need a lot of help at all. Sox really manufactured runs early and gave Cease a cushion. You know, you can't, um, you can't overstate it enough as a pitcher for your team to give you a couple runs at the beginning and know you've got a lead to work with and the way Dylan C's stuff was working for him and he could pinpoint where that breaking ball was going to go. He was spotting his fastballs on the corner. Um, you have more confidence. You don't mind if you spike a couple baseballs in the dirt or maybe you walk a guy. Uh, you're able to experiment a little bit. You could start guys off with that first pitch breaking ball, you've got a cushion. I don't know if it's more of a psychological thing or what, but it plays. And the Sox gave C uh, some runs early. Um, there was a, there was a moment uh, in the game. Um, there was a double uh, by Adam Engel and it scored Jose Abreu all the way from first base. And the, the, cam- the camera did an awesome job. Uh, this ball was hit down in the left field corner. It rattled around a little bit. Joe McEwing followed that ball the entire way, knew it was going to be a tough throw in. And uh, Abreu, they, they they panned Abreu the entire time, chugging around the bases. And Harrison was the guy on deck, you know, uh, giving him the motion to slide. And you saw a little bit of a smile on Jose Abreu's face as he was coming around third making that slide. And then he did like a back somersault after the slide and he got up and this huge smile on his face. It almost looked like just the weight, the pressures 
whatever's been going on these last couple weeks for the White Sox and maybe him specifically just were lifted uh, off of his shoulders based on that one play, him coming around from first base on a double. And then there was the shot of him uh, in the dugout, you know, uh, getting fanned by, you know, different teammates, Tim Anderson coming over to try to uh, get him some air and that, that big Jose Abreu smile. Uh, you know, it's been talked about early in this year that, well, you know, this is Abreu's last year on his contract and he's been a little murky with some of his comments about potentially coming back. He doesn't know what next year is going to bring. And he has talked about wanting to have fun. I just want to have fun. I've told my mom, my wife, my family, I, I'm going to have fun this year. And he's been struggling uh, a bit. You know, a lot of the White Sox players have, but he's specifically uh, a guy that we look for, our, our captain, you know, our 2020 AL MVP. And um, I, I feel like that smile, you know, that maybe that moment on Monday uh, released some things. And it just takes one of those moments, I think, to propel. And it's contagious. His smile, his attitude is contagious. And I hope this carries with the White Sox uh, as they head uh, on the road. How about those City Connect jerseys, too? Um, Sox are, you know, coming out with this uh, South Side uh, program on Monday. Their City Connect jerseys they're going to wear. And uh, they haven't had a lot of success with them. But on Monday, they did. Wondering if maybe they pack those up and uh, head to uh, the North Side and wear those. Uh, I mean, shouldn't doesn't it make sense? It's a City Series uh, shouldn't the Cubs potentially just wear their Wrigleyville jerseys and the Sox wear their Southside jerseys? I feel like that's what it's all about with these alternate uh, Nike City Connect jerseys. And and that's how it's billed uh, often by everybody, Southside, Northside. Uh, so I think it would be kind of cool if they wore those uh, on Tuesday or on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to get uh, more into this Southside against Northside. And I'm going to tell you why this this is bigger than just two games. We're going to get to that uh, in a moment. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, 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 uh, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right tuesday and wednesday the white Sox will be on the north side in wrigley field playing the chicago cubs uh it's they're, they're only going to be playing the cubs four times this year just two two game series uh the white Sox are 70 and 64 against the Cubs all time. Last year in 2021, the White Sox were five and one against the Cubs. Uh, just four games this year. You know, as, as a fan, do you like that? Uh, do you want to see more? 
um, years ago, you know, when they first started, I mean, let's go years and years ago where it was uh, one game, it was like an intramural game. It didn't really, it didn't count at all. It was simply called the Crosstown Classic. Happened early in the year. Uh, there was a, a game back, obviously, I think it was 94 when Michael Jordan played in that game at Wrigley. And uh, you see a lot of those clips on the anniversary, hitting a double down the line. Um, there was a game where Steve Lyons for the White Sox played uh, every position throughout the game, nine different positions in nine innings. Uh, they were fun. Celebrities came out. Uh, it was during an off day. It didn't count, but boy, it sure did. If you were a fan, I remember going to school the next day and, you know, giving all my Cubs friends a hard time when the Sox won. And, uh, and then late in the nineties, uh, you know, they counted, uh, intramural, uh, interleague, I should say, uh, became a thing American playing national and the other way around. And, uh, there, you know, there used to be three to four game series, and, and, you know, it's kind of, and they were always on the weekend and they were big, they were huge. And, uh, you traveled, I have, I've been to so many Sox Cubs games, uh, at Wrigley and, uh, more obviously on the South side and they're heated. Um, they're intense, uh, especially when both teams aren't doing that well. And, and right now this year, both teams have similar records, nine and 13, as we record, uh, but we know that the aspirations are bigger for the Sox right now. They're, they're hopefully trending in a different direction than the Cubs are. Um, I, you know, I don't know. How do you feel as a fan? Uh, do, do you, do you take, uh, do you take these games a little bit more difficult? Do they weigh on you more than maybe simply a game against Cleveland or Minnesota? Uh, I know the Cubs are out of our division, but they're in the same city. And I feel like they're a team that have kept the, the Chicago White Sox down, so to speak. Um, we play second fiddle to the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs do get more national exposure and notoriety, and there's more merchandise all over the place, and more of their games are on at bars and grills and all over the city. Uh, but it's not necessarily like that you know, on the south side. You're not going to see a, a lot of Cub games on different TVs. Um, you know, and, and true in the true North side, you're not going to see a lot of Sox games on They're They're true to their brand of baseball. Uh, the Chicago Cubs, it is different. Uh, the, 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 the neighborhoods are different. They're in just completely, uh, you know, different aspects, uh, from Wrigleyville, uh, to the armor square Bridgeport area. Uh, I happen to feel like these games matter much more than just simply four games, on a schedule. It's an opportunity, you know, to, to give a coworker, to give a friend a piece of your mind that maybe is a Cubs fan. And I guess the other way around, um, it, there's a sense of pride there, you know, and of course the White Sox, we've got bigger aspirations this 2022 year, but if we could take four from the Cubs or maybe go three and one, uh, boy, that, that would be a, a pretty great feeling. So, I'll be watching these games intently. They mean more than just simply games uh, to me. And uh, hopefully the weather cooperates. We get these games in and uh, looking forward to the games, I believe, later in May uh, on the south side. Uh, Michael Kopech is going to go on Tuesday uh, to open up this series. Uh, he faced the Cubs last year out of relief. He only threw two and two-thirds of innings over three games against the Cubs. 
had three strikeouts, two hits, zero earned runs. And of course, Kopech is sitting on that uh, razor sharp 1.42 ERA. So looking for Michael Kopech to maybe deliver another quality start, a build off of what Dylan Cease did on Monday, and hopefully uh, the offense responds. Folks, really appreciate you making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thank you so much for making White Sox, Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB. Paul Francis Sullivan, just call him Sully, brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present. It's free and available wherever you find your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, hoping to celebrate a solid Kopech outing and a big win for the Sox at Wrigley. Appreciate you making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!